This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Day two of the best show on your radio. You know it better. It's Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together, we're presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We are here for you. We're going to be here for you every afternoon until kingdom come and have our way from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. But in 10 minutes, we're really going to be here for you. You get a chance to bear your soul. TCU fans, Clemson fans, South Carolina fans, LSU fans, this is a chance you air your frustrations. We're on the eve of another NFL season. Lions and Chiefs get at it tomorrow. What is the biggest concern about your NFL team? We want to know what is keeping you up at night. We're going to say, tell us about your childhood. Get on the couch. Tell us your problems. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. You'll get a chance to be a part of the safe space and air out your frustrations. No judgment. All you 10 minutes away at 888-729-3776. Can't wait to hear what the safe space, Harry, is going to sound like because there's going to be a lot of boo-hoo-hooing I can't wait either. There's nothing more valuable than having a safe space to be able to get things off your chest. Absolutely, yes. I go go to counseling, so you know that's my safe space to be able to get things off my chest. Nothing wrong with keeping your mentalities in check. Yes. I'm a big believer. Your, Your mental, your spirit, your emotions... There's nothing wrong with doing that and going that route as long as you're going to be a better person, make people better around you as can well. I tell, can I tell you something, though? Because, you know, growth is a part of, you know, my journey. Because I was a person that was against therapy and counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my wife, we go to marriage counseling. I see another counselor on my own. And it's one of the best decisions I've made in my life. So just because you may start out that way doesn't mean you can't grow in that space to be able to understand how valuable it can be for you. Any help that's great help should always be considered. I don't care how long you've been on this earth or whether, no matter what part you are in your life, professionally, spiritually, personally, whatever that is, any extra that can make you better, make people around you better, I've never, ever had a problem with somebody trying to find that safe space. As far as that goes, you'll get a chance to have your own therapy, your own football therapy. You could do that in 10 minutes <laughs> at 888-729-3776. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Well, the Chiefs are in a safe space when it comes to being the champs. But Travis Kelsey wants to be a part of that space. He is listed as questionable for the o- opener tomorrow night. Bone bruise in his knee that he suffered at practice on Tuesday. He is listed as questionable. That's cool for me saying he's going to try to give it a go. So we know that that team, what they have in place. We also know the Eagles, what they have in place. They lost both coordinators, but they still feel they're going to be fine. They lost a couple of defensive guys like Javon Hargraves. They still are going to be good. I know the AFC is loaded. NFC is not too shabby either, but they're not the AFC. Who's more likely to get back to the Super Bowl, in your opinion, Harry? Chiefs or the Eagles? I'm going to go to Kansas City Chiefs. And a lot of people, what? Huh? What you mean? That AFC gauntlet? That conference? How was that the AFC North, the AFC East? Mm-hmm. How was the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? How, how can you pick them over the Eagles in the NFC? That's a conference that's easier. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me explain. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're yelling at yourself, so explain to yourself. I know, right? <laughs> but that conference that we talk so much about year in and year out, right? that's mm-hmm. the same conference that the Kansas City Chiefs have been to five AFC championship games. Three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl wins, 
Patrick Mahomes winning two MVPs. Okay. So when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they have been consistent in doing it the last five years. And I will say this. If a player had discipline, and when you're younger, when coaches tell you to touch the line and be disciplined, don't go to the whistle blows. It means something because if one person wouldn't have jumped outside in the AFC Championship game against the New England Patriots, oh, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs would have been in another Super Bowl. Absolutely. So that dominance, in my opinion, I just can't let that go when I'm talk- thinking about the Philadelphia Eagles and them being in a lesser conference mm-hmm. than the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I've seen them do it over and over and over and over and over again. So that's why I picked the Kansas City Chiefs. It's amazing how you and, and I were the same mind when there's so many threats to Kansas City yep. in the AFC. You got Baltimore. They're going to be terrific. You got Cincinnati. I believe they're going to be terrific. The Chargers will be good. Once again, I don't, know if they, I don't know if anybody's really a threat to them in the AFC West because they own that division. But Buffalo, when they're right, we know they're a threat. If the Jets can have an offensive line, step up with their defense, we know that team's a threat. Miami, that 4 by 100 track team, they got two of them by law. If he can stay healthy, that team's a threat. The Eagles' main threat to me are just two teams, the Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. And the 49ers are more of a threat to the Philadelphia Eagles. But when you get that close to winning a Super Bowl, and you don't win it. You can say that the conference is not strong as the AFC. That doesn't mean that you're not getting everybody's A game there if you're you the Philadelphia Eagles. And they're going to get everybody's A game. Kansas City's used to this. They're built for that. They've, they've spoken truth to that. For the Eagles, for the first time with this team, they're going to find out what that's like where everybody believes they can take you down. And I'm with you. That's why it's more likely Kansas City, even a loaded AFC, more likely to get back to the Super Bowl than the Eagles and a not-so-as-much-loaded NFC. I think when you also look at the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think we've seen this throughout the playoffs last year, the Cincinnati Bengals, and you have, uh, I think it was Joseph Asai, you made a mistake against the Kansas City Chiefs, you, you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills the previous year, they made a mistake. With 13 seconds with the left. Squib, with, 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 the, with the kick and also the, the prevent defense that they were playing. Absolutely. Too much time on the clock. Patrick Mahomes go tie the game up. They get the ball in overtime. They, they win. Jalen Hurts, that one mistake last year, Kansas City Chiefs win. So I'm also of the mindset is that you, you can't afford to have mistakes against the best player in the National Football League and the best coach in the National Football League because history tells us that those guys are going to make you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I will say this. I, did, I think Jalen Hurts steps up even more. I yep. can see him throwing 30 touchdown passes, not having as many rushing touchdowns. I agree. Yeah, I mean, A.J. Brown, the outside, Devontae Smith, they, they got some dudes in They have offense. a full offseason. They had a full year together uh, yeah. throughout the regular season in 2022. Right. Now they 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 know everything each other expects of uh, of one another. Like So that bond is, is built even stronger. And when you have a guy of the mindset of Jalen Hurts, I can't sing his praises enough because the adversity – Everyone can't come back from adversity. Mm-hmm. He's faced it on numerous of occasions. Absolutely. And still has come out on top. That's something to be had. But it also tells me that his foundation and the way he was raised by his by his parents is strong and intact as well. Mm-hmm. And by the keep an eye on this thing when it comes to Philadelphia, the offense coordinator Brian Johnson, in two years he'll be an NFL head coach. He played for Jalen Hurts' father yeah. in high school, I believe. I, well, okay. I did not know that. Yep. No, no one they had that kind of that kind of whole thing together where they're completely in sync with yep. exactly what is going on. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. 
All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is your safe space. Your sports therapy. Your chance to get it off your chest. Safe Space with Freddie and Harry. I feel like I need some therapy after that one. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776. It is time for you to find your safe space. Shannon Penn, our producer, you are allowing people to have their safe space, no matter what, right? Yeah, you can call in. It doesn't have to be sports either. If you got something on your sure. mind, we're here for you. We're your guys. We're your boys. Exactly. Give us a call. If you don't like the way your wife put the dishes in the dishwasher or the, your husband, <laughs> let us know. This is your safe space. <laughs> you know? If we're a sports show, but we talk about everything here, baby. No doubt about it. If your kids decided that they want to do their chores and you want to make sure you don't put your hands on them, yes. this is your safe space. You get locked up now. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Especially yeah. if your child light skin or white and leave bruises on them. Wait a minute now. Listen, what? I'm, listen I'm, Freddie, I'm black as hell. Okay? I get spanked. There's no bruises being left on me. But me being the butterscotch brother, I, got, oh, I, I have a right to complain. Oh, yeah, Freddie. Paul, you're going to gonna, you're gonna have some, Paul, you're gonna have some weps Paul. on you, buddy. Paul. <laughs> Triple H, say ESPN. 888-729-3776. This is your safe space. Let us know exactly what's on your mind. Trip in Richmond, Virginia. Welcome to the safe space, my friend. What you got? Go ahead, Trip. Yes, think... sir. Yes, sir. There you go. What you got for the safe space, my friend? Uh, yes, sir, man. I wanted to say, man, they asked what was going on with keeping me up at night. Ain't too much keeping me up at night, but uh, Desmond Ritter, man, it's the, the fear of not knowing what he's going to produce on the field. Uh, and other than that, and having no key wide receivers outside of uh, – Drake London. But other than that, I feel like my defense is very has hit the elite status. I think we'll have the top defense in the NFC. Um, but other than that, the only thing that's worrying me is the quarterback position and the wide receiver position. I would say this. Don't worry. Just see what it looks like week one and take it one week at a time. I think the, the best thing for Desmond Ritter, in which Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot did – is surround him with talent. You mm-hmm. talk about Tyler Agier and what he was able to do in his rookie season in eclipsing 1,000 yards. You drafted B. John Robinson. You have Cal Pitts coming back. John New Smith, you traded for him in New England. He played for Arthur Smith in Tennessee, so he understands this offense through and through. And then you right. also have Drake London. This is a, was a top-five rushing team in the National Football League in 2022. So I think the offensive line is intact as well. Uh, take it game by game. Absolutely. You know, game one is going to be against Bryce Young and company, and then game two is against the Green Bay Packers. So take it game by game. I'm going to be there in Atlanta. I hope you're going to be there too, Trip. Mm-hmm. Um, in Atlanta, game one versus Carolina. Uh, Brother Dev and, and company, everyone's going to hear about that game yes, uh, on will. Monday when, when we come in and do the show. Okay. Chris and Iowa, welcome to the safe space, my friend. Chris, what you got for the safe space? Hey, guys. So uh, I've been a lifelong Chiefs fan, and – I remember growing up, you know, Montana making it to the AFC Championship game his first year there. But ever since that, until Mahomes and Reed got together, we couldn't make it out of the first round of the damn playoffs. <laughs> so they have got to get the first round by because I don't want that juju coming back. 
<laughs> so they need. He's saying they need home field advantage. Yeah, they do not need to play on the road. He does not want to see Patrick Mahomes do well, something he's never done. Play a an AFC playoff game on the road. You're right, but you know Patrick Mahomes' rookie season when they still had Alex Smith. I understand that there was a team that went into Arrowhead Stadium and beat them in the first round of the playoffs. Now I don't know exactly who that team was, or I do because I was on at Tennessee Titans. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, is home field. Uh-huh. Listen, you got Patrick Mahomes, bro. You're, you're going to be good. No matter where you play. You're going to be good. Home, away, you the parking you lot. You want home field advantage, but you got Patrick Mahomes. Man. Yeah, put it this way. He's going to be fine. So, you're going to be good. We, we, we got Mark Morales from Fairfield, Connecticut, Sacred Heart University. Mark, what you got, my friend? All right, so about a week ago, ESPN's Instagram put out an article, a post about an article our experts voted on who they think will win the NBA Finals this upcoming season. Okay. Right? They only show the top eight, but, you know, for the top seven, you got your usuals. Number eight, they have the Minnesota Timberwolves. So I'm a Knicks fan, and what what bothers me is that they don't get any respect. The Timberwolves haven't been higher than the seventh seed for almost a decade. The Knicks <laughs> were top five in the, in the Eastern Conference two of the last three years. were in the second round of the playoffs this past year. Would have probably beaten the Heat if... if uh, uh, Julius Randle didn't tear his ankle twice in the matter of three weeks. So I'm tired of the Knicks just getting disrespected left and right. They have the Timberwolves at number eight and not even the Knicks in the top eight. Seriously? This doesn't sound like a safe space. It sounds like an angry space from you. All right, so well, let, let, yeah, me, let but, me ask Mark this one question because I understand this is a safe space, but we're not going to talk crazy either. Mark, when you look at the Knicks and you look at the Minnesota Timberwolves, which team has a generational type player? That's fine. I get Just that. Just answer the question, Mark. The Timberwolves. I get that. But that's one guy on a team. And we, we know I mean, the fact of the matter is that they were a playing team last year. They weren't yeah. higher than the seventh seed since before 2015. And they're going to have them at number eight, most likely to win the NBA Finals. Well, the last time I checked before this past season, the New York Knicks hosted the Atlanta Hawks oh. um, in the first round of the playoffs. Oh. And Alfred Trey, Payton was their starting point guard. And Trey, oh, let me finish, Mark. And Trey Young, <laughs> who plays for the Atlanta Hawks, where – where do I live, Ready? Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> took multiple bows on that court, center court to be exact. Uh, your Knicks have, have had opportunities to showcase their talents. <laughs> Alfred Payton was their starting point guard that year. I'm, that's he played that's like, all I'm going to say. He played more like Alfred the Butler from that's, Batman. That's Let's all put it I'm that way. say about that. Yeah, exactly. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. It doesn't have to be an angry space like Mark Morales, but it can be your safe space. He's angry, angry man. Yes, he is. Sometimes he's just angry. Let us know where where you're at in your safe space here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Jason in South Dakota, the safe space is yours. Well, first off, I want to say I am glad that my drive home now consists of you guys. Appreciate uh, you. It's by far the best radio show on, on there right now. Appreciate uh, you. Safe space. Denver, Broncos, health. What is going on there? Um I'm uh, beyond nervous because uh, you got Javante Williams coming back, and he's mm-hmm. going to be playing, you know, hopefully close to 100%. And then the wide receiver room. I mean, right now, what are they They running out two or three wide receivers that are healthy? You guys are talking with Julio Jones yesterday. Why hasn't anyone picked him up or Denver given him a call or, or Jarvis Landry? Jason, all facts when it comes to that. If anything, Russell Wilson needs more of a safe space than you do when it comes to the Denver Broncos, but – Brother, we hear exactly what you're saying. Jason, I'm going to help you out. You know, sometimes we just have to, you know, put our hands together and pray. And that's the only thing that we can do because it might not be hope. So just pray, Jason. You don't have any faith that Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton won't be, and Marvin Mims Jr. won't be able to step up for Russell Wilson? He said Broncos, period. 
Oh, so you're not even talking about, you're <laughs> talking about the whole 53. He said Broncos, You're period. not just talking about the three I mentioned, the whole 53. Because I'm not on this Russell Wilson train. Broncos country, let's pray. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Outstanding, Mark Morales. <laughs> Mark for the win off the top rope there. Phil in Florida, what you got for your space, your safe space, my friend? HD, I just got to start out with saying I've been a big fan of yours forever. Appreciate you. Uh, you're, you're a big time, like, Southern boy, and I love you for that. But Thank you. You, you talk about safe space comments. Uh, I, I crushed my finger today and uh, broke my thumb, and my boss said I had to go to the emergency room and uh, fill out an incident report and all that. And I was like, nope, I was in the Marine Corps for 10 years. I'll just put some band-aids on it. I'll be all right. How did you do that, by the way? Uh, smash it out, cool. And Phil, let me say this though: the thumb is the worst finger on your hand that you want to mess Amen. up. Amen. Because it's the base. Yes, it's I, the base me, for everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I can't I'm, hold anything in my in my in my right hand. Right I'm now. gonna wish you divine healing, my Amen. man. Amen. You didn't want to go to the emergency room just to make sure that they could take care of that, Phil? No, I still have work to do, brother. Feel like me. I'm the wow. same. I'm the same way. I'm just like my, that too. My, I can't lie. I'm like <laughs> that too. My dad, Freddie, Freddie Coleman Jr. is like that. I'm sure Shannon Penn, our producer, is like that. Or oh, maybe I'm not. the opposite. Oh no! If I get a splint, <laughs> splinter, I'm calling out. That's it. I can't do it. <laughs> Shadow's like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not, not built like that. I'm not tough like Christine Lisi. I'm no, that's it. I'm sorry. All right, well, speaking of which, now that I have you guys' attention, I need some, I need some help. Tell okay. me, can I get some little music here? Yeah, yeah very little. Yeah, here we go. This is something I've been battling with for a while, and, and because this is a safe space, I trust you, you need, guys. You need a prescription for. No, I don't need a oh, prescription. Well, oh, okay. Well, maybe. Well, look, look. Right, I, oh. right now, he's got issues requiring so, tissues. So Pause. here's the thing, right? I understand, you know, we're not what we once were. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. So when it comes to my hair, right? Okay. In the 90s, I had 360-degree waves, and my waves were doing their thing. They were spinning, Perry. They were spinning. You were getting seasick. My <laughs> Uncle Wayne used to say, I used to go surfing in your waves, right? And I don't have that anymore, and I, and I accept that. The thing now, though, is like my corners, right? I'm looking like Batman now. My hair is receding. <laughs> I don't have a ball spot or anything, but it receded. And, like, I tried to adjust for men. I really did. Here and there. Just a little bit. Just a dab. Just a little sample. Just a taste. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I'm debating whether or not I should go full Beijing, man. You got to come I'm, 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 I'm not ready yet because I still have a full head of hair. I'm not matter. ready to come home like Freddie Coleman. Yeah, you got to come home. But I'm debating home. should I go with the full looking like the number eight. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh God! In the barbershop? That's what you're telling us. The number I'm eight ready in the barbershop. Number now, man. Yeah, let me get a number eight. No, nope. I'm debating, you man. Said, you said Beijing, and it immediately made me think about <laughs> Andre Johnson when I played with him in Tennessee because we working out one day, right? right. Huh? When he started sweating, and he, and he and Dre knew who I was like the jokester, and you know I thought I seen a little little black dripping. Uh-huh. From his head. And I was like, oh, get oh, him. Look, no. Dre got that Beijing. He oh, t- no. I didn't know he heard me. He turned around. I ain't got no damn Beijing in my oh, head. You better no. shut up. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, I need to Don't get go to that. Beijing route. I, Don't I just need no. to get that off my, my, my I just need to get off my chest, well, man. So th- thank you. Yeah, we're here for you. And also, you need to get the hair off your head. Just call it a day. Just come on home. Ain't nothing wrong come with the milk dud. Now go ahead and get you a milk dud. You got, you got the head for it. It's not like you got an oddly shaped head. You got the right proportion for head. But they were spinning, Freddie. They were spinning. Pause. Key, key word there was were. Pause. Key word there was were. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to look at your feet 
and walk away. Don't worry, Harry. I got a pause coming for you up. I bet you do. <laughs> but, oh. we're not, but we're not going to pause on Freddie and Harry, especially when it comes to the most important quarterback that's not a quarterback in the NFC division, each one. We did the AFC. Now we're going to tell you the most important non-quarterback in each division of the NFC. Hair not included. That's next on ESPN Radio. I get spanked. There's no bruises being left on me. Pause. <laughs> the Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Here's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together we are Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. appreciate you joining us, known as the space face of ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So last hour, we gave you the most important non-quarterback in each division of the AFC. We know quarterbacks are the most important position on the planet, so we took them out of the equation. We did the AFC last hour. It's time to do the NFC. So let's start at the home of the champions, and we start with the NFC East. All right, Harry Douglas, the most important non-quarterback in that division is who and why? Originally, I was going to go with Micah Parsons, but then I had to think a little bit, and then I had a lot of defense. Defensive guys, I'm going to go with A.J. Brown because he changed the hmm. dynamic of the Philadelphia Eagles offense okay. when you when you got when they got that number one guy who's a big body wide receiver. Julio Jones was on yesterday with us talking about, yep. you know, how you had that physical presence at the wide receiver position and playing with A.J. and what he means to the game. There's a lot of times and I love the difference that, you know, him. And, you know, the Slim Reaper over there, those two guys uh, <laughs> pose to defenses. Right. But you're talking about a guy that can go over the middle, that can catch a slant, take it to the house, he can run a go route. And even if you defend it well, the his body type allows him to still make the catch and make the play. So, also, it was a big difference for Jalen Hurts having a guy like that. Okay. So, I'm going to go with A.J. Brown in those regards. I'll stay wide receiver, but not with that team. I'll go with C.D. Lamb of the Dallas Cowboys. Because when you wear number 88, the Drew Pearsons, 
the Michael Irvins, the Des Bryants. When you wear that number, there's something that goes along with it. And I believe CeeDee Lamb is worthy of that number. And we've seen it. He's You're been able to make big plays. You're not talking about a championship, plays. are you? No, I'm not talking about a championship. Oh, just but making sure. I was, I'm sure CeeDee Lamb is thinking, this is now my time. Yep. I was a number one guy last year, but I didn't have Brandon Cooks in the outside to help me. Or Michael Gallup. Now, I don't care what you throw at me. You can throw double teams, triple teams, bracket coverage, whatever that is. I'm going to beat it. And I'm going to help myself. But more importantly, I'm going to help my quarterback. I'm going to help this offense. I think that guy, CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver the Dallas Cowboys, is the most important non-quarterback in the NFC beast. The NFC North. Most important non-quarterback in that division is who? I'm going to go a group. I'm going to go the Green Bay Packers defense. If that that defense plays up to their capabilities, I think Jordan Love will be better Mm -hmm. as a player. I think their team will be better and you will have better results and they will be able to compete in the NFC North for that conference title. But it's all based on that defense. You talk about eight guys who were first-round draft picks, and last year they really pooped the bed, <laughs> didn't, live, didn't live up to the hype. Right. I think they can right those wrongs this season, especially with a young quarterback in his third year in Jordan Love. Yeah, I'm going to stay in that division, of course, because we have to, and I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears and D.J. Moore. Justin Fields, I believe, is going to be a terrific quarterback. I still hope the Jets do not rule the day that they decide to take Zach Wilson over here, but they probably did because they now have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. But D.J. Moore has all the makings of what you want as a number one wide receiver. You can't single cover him at six feet, two hundred ten pounds. He's built like Jamar Chase. He doesn't give him no credit for being that kind of build. But he can run any kind of route, over routes, under routes, short routes, deep routes. There's not a route that he can't run. And now you give Justin Fields a playmaker, a guy that it has that willingness to make those tough catches, that can beat that press coverage. If he's able to do that like I believe he's going to with a quarterback that can get him the football – Maybe just maybe we'll start hearing and continue to hear all that smoke about the Chicago Bears wanting to get another quarterback because they believe Justin Fields is not that guy. The NFC West. Most important non-quarterback in that division is who? This is tough because mm-hmm. I'm picking between Aaron Donald okay. and Trent Williams. Ooh, I like that. Offensive so, so, line love. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. But I think I'm going to go with Aaron Donald because since he arrived in the National Football League, He's been that dominant force. We're talking about a guy on the interior defensive line who gets double team at a massive rate, but still game wrecks the opponents that he's playing against. Uh, stop Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals for being able to make a play late in that game down in the Super Bowl to you know give the Los Angeles Rams their Super Bowl title. So I'm going to go with Aaron Donald. I'm going to go with Reek Woolen, Seattle Seahawks defensive back. We, we talk about Sauce Gardner for good reason. But Reek Woolen is not that far behind. He rangy at 6'4", 210 pounds, yep. can cover anybody, only 24 years of age. I know he was in a fifth-round pick, but, man, he played like a first-rounder last year. It got to the point that people stopped throwing over there. They looked at him and said, nope, don't want to do that. Now that you're bringing a Devin Witherspoon on the other side, now you got two shut-down corners. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I deemed him the Legion of Boom 2.0. I could definitely see that. With those two guys, if Jamal Adams comes back healthy, yep. Quandre Diggs does not get enough credit being one of the better free safeties in the National Football League. But Reek Woolen is no joke. It reek, reek, reek will wreak havoc on you. You thought he was great last year. He's going to be even better this year. That guy in that division is the most I don't not- want people to sleep on Seattle. Understand, well, you know, one of their deficiencies last year was their run defense. They went and brought Bobby Wagner back. They went and got Jared Reed yeah. back, who was once with the team. Absolutely. They got Draymond Jones from the Denver Broncos, uh, who's over there now. 
I think this team is poised to make some noise in the NFC. Now, I'm not saying NFC Championship and right. Super Bowl, that whole nine, because I still believe in the San Francisco 49ers and also the Eagles. Sure. But I don't want people to sleep on them because what Pete Carroll is building again is phenomenal to see and watch. And by the way, Seattle gave the 49ers more help than a little bit in that playoff game yep. before the 49ers wore them down. Mm-hmm. But Seattle did not back up. They were not afraid. That could be a sneaky team in the NFC. The NFC South. Most important non-quarterback in that division is who? I'm going to go Cam Jordan for the like uh, New Orleans Saints. I like he, that. He's a guy that's, you know, I think over 115 and a half sacks in his career. But he's been consistent throughout his career. When you look at that defense that has been, you know, really good over the years, he's been the centerpiece of it all. So I'm going to go Cam Jordan. I'm going to go to a guy who just got here. B. John Robinson of the Atlanta Falcons. In a non-running back loving league, that is the NFL, they took him with the eighth pick in the draft. Well, let me sit up. Yeah, that's right. Sit up. You know, get right and ready to hear this one. You got a young quarterback in Desmond Ritter. You're hoping that pitcher tight end can stay healthy. You got Drake London on the outside. But B. John Robinson can do everything. Block, catch, run, lead, you name it. If he's able to be anywhere near what they think he's going to be, he makes things a lot easier for Desmond Ritter. He makes things a lot easier for your defense. He makes things a lot easier for your coaching staff because we know, and you know Arthur Smith very well, if you got a dude that can pound the rock but can do different things as well, I know he just got there, but B. John Robinson, to me, most important non-quarterback in the NFC South. And one thing about the NFC South, when you look at the Saints, the Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. all three of those teams, uh, you know, they say have easy schedules. Yeah. It's all going to come down to who want to go down and, and make it work. Absolutely. Nine wins could run away with that division. Brother Dale, you see that? My team, the Falcons, they have an opportunity to win their division. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Take that and that and that. He is Harry Douglas. Hit him on the X at HDouglas83. I am Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN, part of Freddie and Harry. You're going to get our last words. And also, can you believe that this coin costs $23 million? We'll tell you about that coin next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. I'm Freddie Coleman. He's Harry Douglas. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. Tune in until you're smart. Speaking of play ESPN Radio, Nas always gets the party started. That's as far as we're concerned, and there's no doubt about that. Nas had us jumping like some jacks in here. Exactly. You were. You were bouncing up and down. <laughs> you bounced off the, wall, off the walls like an old cartoon as far as that goes. But Joe Burrow's ready for action with the Cincinnati Bengals. Had that calf strain in the preseason and play any preseason games. But for the Cleveland Browns, week one? Just a lot of hard work to try to get healthy, try to get back. So I'm in a good spot. You feel like you're ready to go for week one? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I think, I mean, we're going to see how these next couple days play out because you never know with these things. But I'm expecting to play. Uh, like I said, we'll see how these next couple days go. Because we know he's going to get that contract. He better hope it's as much as a $23 million coin. The East India Company paying a glitzy tribute to the late Queen Elizabeth II. They have put out a coin made of eight pounds of gold, 6,426 diamonds, roughly estimated value, $23 million. Oh, what? man, I almost hit the flow. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> How much? Roughly an estimated value, eight pounds of gold, 6,426 diamonds, give or take a diamond or two, roughly $23 million. What? 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. As a tribute to Queen Elizabeth. Wow. From the East India Company. Yeah. I'm speechless. Yeah. That's hard to do. <laughs> I know. The look on your your eyes are just glossing over as far as that Man. goes. <laughs> okay. So if you ever become King Harry of any kind of country. You know, you know I'm the fourth. Either Whatever that is, <laughs> make sure that whenever they have a tribute, that your likeness is worth as much as Queen Elizabeth. I mean, I got to work harder. <laughs> or have more loyal I, subjects. I, I got to leave a better impression on people. <laughs> I got... It's motivation right there, man. Exactly. It's motivation. (laughs) So that was that. But each and every day around this time, we give a little something that could be a rant or it could be a rave, but we always like to call it this. These might be my very last words. The last word is seagulls. Freddie and Harry, the last word. All right, my last word involves the U.S. Open. And how great was that seeing Ben Shelton what he did to Francis Tiafo, 20 years of age. The lefty's got game, he's got moxie, he's got that name, and he's made the U.S. Open semifinals. Maybe just maybe because of Ben Shelton, Francis Tiafo, Coco Goff, Bobby Madison Keys is playing tonight in the semifinals of the U.S. Open, trying to get to the semifinals. Maybe the whole American tennis drought thing is a thing of the past. These things can be fickle. We thought we had that a little bit. John Isner and other guys didn't last. But now there seems to be more depth more talent, and they're pushing each other. Taylor Fritz, he got there. Lost to Novak Djokovic. At a certain point, he may think he's going to break through. All of a sudden, U.S. Open has shown us that maybe U.S. tennis looks a lot better. It's not just going to be Coco Golf and the Golfettes. There are other people out there that are ready to make their name and ready to claim their game, and everybody can rally around that. Yeah, when you look at Ben Shelton and his serve and being a lefty, that ball comes out different on mm-hmm. that racket. No question. And it's coming with some speed. It's coming with some power. He was able to beat Francis Tiafo. Now, I know Francis, and I, I was hoping that Francis won that won that uh, match so we can actually try to have him come on the show this week. Absolutely. Uh, but there will be uh, future times that we'll be able to do that. But, you know, what Shelton was able to do I thought was phenomenal. Okay. It what was. Is, what is your last word, brother? Uh, so – for me, ladies and gentlemen, there was tragedy that hit, you know, two families that I'm close with. Hugh Douglas, I call him my big cuz, but there's no relation. His son passed away in a car crash, so I want everyone listening to keep his family uh, in your prayers. Also, my son has become very close uh, with the guy he played baseball with, another young kid named Gio mm-hmm. uh, Winchell, and his father, Matt, me and him got close. We just recently went to Atlanta Braves game together with the kids, and they had a phenomenal time. I FaceTimed them last week. He texted me on Sunday, you know, and his mother, you know, hit me up during the show. I was talking to you about it in yeah, break, Freddie, right. that that Matt passed away in his sleep. So if y'all could please, you know, keep the Winchill family in your prayers as well. But I wanted to make sure I mentioned those two guys because, you know, we we were close. We, we, we do a lot of things together. And I started in media, you know, with Hugh and mm-hmm. Hugh was one of the people that, you know, gave me advice here and there when it came to certain things. And right. he played in the national football league. I played. So it's an all time uh, fraternity. And I was able to talk to him last night, but just keep those families in your prayers because we all need it at all times. Yeah. You never want to hear about a parent burying their child. Yep. I can't even imagine what that's going through the Douglas family, because when he posted on social media, that really hurt my heart to see that, 
a parent, mother, father, whatever, going through that, burying their child, nobody should Freddie, have to when, deal when with you that. Are pa- when you're a parent, too, it hits you differently. It so really I can does, only yeah. imagine what he was going through. And he, he's going to, you know, get through this. The family's going to get through it, too. No doubt uh, about But it's that. hard. It's yeah. hard. It's yeah. hard right now. Well, he has people like you to lean on and plenty of people like that. So that struggle is not going to go away. You adjust, but you never get used to it. Nope. But having people with him to stand on their shoulders can go a long way in the healing process when it comes to Hugh Douglas and your other member of the family as well. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Got Amber and Ian coming up next. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry. And this is the mighty ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.